So welcome back to the Expert Edge. Today, I wanted to share something a little bit different. Uh, I normally talk a lot about marketing strategies and presentation and webinar strategies. But today, I wanted to talk about what are the more non-businessy habits that have made a difference in growing our multi-million dollar expert business. And I was just reflecting on what are the habits that I have in place that are different, I would say, from you know, if you're as a, as a coach, as a course creator, as an expert business owner, what are the habits that you need to have in place that are different from like the regular entrepreneur or the regular business owner? And that's kind of my reflection on today. Uh, it's a pretty short episode, but I think it's really practical and see it as maybe some motivation, as uh, some insight and, and a checkli- a check-in for you of going, are these some habits you need to put in place? Uh, because those little tiny habits can make the biggest difference in growing your business, making it more profitable, etc. So let's get into today's episode. You are listening to the Expert Edge Podcast. This is the place where experts come to command the stage, position themselves as authorities and scale their business up. Get ready to access your next level of potential with your host, Colin Boy. Now, as we talk about uh, the five success habits that don't have anything to do with marketing or presenting, uh, I wanted to touch on a piece of technology that for me has, I feel like over the years, probably the last five years, has been the most stable, powerful, robust piece of technology in my business, uh, which is why I wanted to talk about it briefly. Uh, and that is Kajabi. And if you are a user of Kajabi, you probably know this. But for me, Kajabi, I feel like if you're running a business that is, I would say is under under a million dollars, I honestly think all you really need is Kajabi. And the reason why I say that is that the the email system, the um the law, the uh, you know, the page builder, the website builder, the uh, all the different elements, the course experience for the users is. I've tested a lot of platforms out there, and it's still my favorite platform. Um, like many times, I've looked at other platforms and I've gone, okay, maybe I'm going to move to another platform. I still come back to Kajabi. I feel like their support, the whole system, is I feel like the best for a expert business owner. Under a million dollars. Now, why I say under a million dollars is because I think as you grow, there may be a few other plugins that you need, like maybe potentially a different email provider or something like that as the level of sophistication grows in your business. But to be quite frank, when we were under a million dollars in our business, all I used was Kajabi. And what I love about that is it's one system, one access for your whole team, for you, And it's just simple, like everything just works. It's not clunky, it's beautiful, it's elegant. So so if you've been considering or or looking around going, okay, like, you know, all my systems are just not working that well together, I would genuinely recommend you to look into Kajabi. Uh, And I have got a free trial access if you want to use my link. It is an affiliate link, but I'm sharing this because it genuinely, I believe, is the best tool still on the market right now. And I th- and I think that, um, you know, yeah, it just provides the best, best support, best tool. 
So you can just go to colinboyd.co forward slash Kajabi. The link will be in the show notes, but C-O-L-I-N-B-O-Y-D.co, uh, colinboyd.co forward slash Kajabi, K-A-J-A-B-I. So check that out. I think that you won't go wrong with Kajabi. Uh, they've just been a phenomenal platform and continue to. They've had incredible investment recently. Um, and I just think they're just going to continue to grow and do well. So that's my little spiel on Kajabi as we head into our conversation today about the five success habits that really don't have anything to do with marketing or presenting. <laughs> so let's talk about these success habits. The reason why I wanted to share this is because I feel like as an expert business owner, your business is very different to a regular business because you are a content creator. You are a, in other words, you are the business. Like you're almost a practitioner, right? And so the way you develop yourself, the way you look after yourself is going to be so crucial to the growth of your business as opposed to like selling cupcakes, right? And we all love cupcakes. My daughter loves cupcakes. And that's great, but you're not selling cupcakes. You're selling courses, you're selling coaching, you're selling you. And so what I'm going to talk about today, I think is going to be profound because it helps you be in this game long-term. I've been in the expert industry for over 14 years now. Actually, it's coming up 15 years now. And uh, I've just noticed that these are the habits that if I look back over the journey, these have been the habits that have made the biggest difference for me. Okay, number one. The first habit is protecting your energy. For me, your energy, the energy you have, like just honestly, how you feel in your body, how you feel in your emotions, how you feel on a daily basis, for me is so crucial to success in this expert industry. Because when you think about it, there's a lot of demand on you to create content. Like right now I'm recording this podcast and I release one show every single week. And I've been doing that for almost about three years now. And to do that in amidst of coaching, you know, hundreds of clients in our programs and servicing our team members and various private clients and all the other things going on in my life and my business. And, you know, my family, I've got a young family. I've got an eight and a 10 year old. I've got an amazing wife um, who I just am just always just like, I'm like, I can't, oh, gosh, I married well. <laughs> Shout out to Sarah. Um, and all that sort of stuff. Like I've, I've got a lot going on in my life and in my world. And I know you do as well. And so for me, one of the most important things is, is protecting protecting my energy. So protecting my energy, the ways that I do that is sleep. Uh, making sure that I've got like good sleep habits. I use a, um, what's it called? Whoop. I use a whoop band. If you're watching the video, I've got a whoop band on. And uh, for me, like I'm always working hard to get better sleep. And so that's one of the first things I focus on. Another thing that's huge is... Um, I don't have I don't have time for drama. And for me, whenever someone in my life, whether it's like an acquaintance or to be frank, even clients, and it's not about whether they have a drama going on. That's totally fine. Like there's always, you know, there's always stuff going on. 
But I mean, if they're a person who has a toxic cycle of drama in their life and I notice it over and over again. Now, as a coach, I'll like, if they're a client, I'll call them on it. Like that's part of my job, right? I'll call them on it. However, if they don't decide to shift or change, like either I would remove them from the program or, um, you know, I'll just kind of like, I, I, I just won't engage in that drama. And, and, it, and it's the same with other relationships. I know for me, there's various relationships with different people in my world, even in my local area who I see and they'll ask me, they'll be like, you know, hey, Colin, you know, can we do some work together or can we do this or that? Or can we hang out? And I'm like, you're a nice person. Like, like there's no issue there. But the drama that's going on in your life, I just don't have time for it at the moment. <laughs> like, that's not something that I do. And so for me, I've worked incredibly hard to reduce drama and noise in my life so that I can have a sense of peace in my life. And that is honestly a big part of protecting my energy. And so as I say this, I want you to think about for yourself, like are there people in your life who have a toxic cycle of drama? And like I said, it's not, you don't have to cut them off or do anything drastic, but it's like, you know, is that something you want to feed in your life? And for me, I've decided it's not like, I just don't, I, I just don't do drama. And so as soon as drama's created, like I'm out of there, right? If I'm, you know, if someone's just responding in a crazy way, I'm like, okay, I just don't do that. <laughs> I'm out of here. So uh, that's my first, that's my first thing. <laughs> if you're listening to this, you're probably thinking about someone in your life and, you know, you've obviously got to decide how you want to do, you want to, you know, manage it and deal with it. But for me, that's a big part of protecting my energy is sleep and just really making sure that people who have like a, you know, a toxic drama cycle, I'm not going to engage in that cycle. And I just don't have time and space for that. And for me, a big thing about whenever I'm coaching our students in our self from stage elite program is, is really that, that sense of like, we don't do drama. We, we do actions, we do solutions, we do focus. It's not that you can't, you know, have a hard time and, and talk about the challenges hundred percent. Like I go through challenges all the time. And I talk about them with, you know, people who I'm close with or with my coach or with a counselor. Like I do that stuff, but it's like someone who's just caught in that perpetual drama cycle. I'm just cautious of that. The second thing is reducing or eliminating alcohol. Uh, for me, about a year and a half ago, I stopped drinking alcohol. Now, I've had a few drinks over the, you know, year and a half, probably like five. Uh, but there was a big reduction for me in alcohol. And I would say for me that alcohol, if I really reflected on it, it just really wasn't serving me. And, uh, you know, I found myself, especially during the pandemic, I don't know, it may or may not have been you, but I know for me, an easy thing to go to was a beer or a margarita or something like that. And as much as like, I did enjoy the taste of it, I felt like the after effects as an expert business owner, because that's the context, guys, as an expert business owner, I was like, the after effects of this is not going to enable me to be a market leader in what I do. And so I actually read a book, it's called The Naked Mind uh, by Annie Garrett. Uh, and she's amazing. Absolutely amazing. Great book. Uh, I, I just did the Audible. 
And I, well, the reason why I love that book is it's, um, it doesn't like force you to do anything. There's no, like, she doesn't say you need to stop drinking or anything like that. She just like re-educates your mind in a very subtle but sophisticated way. And you just end up stop, stopping drinking or reducing your drinking automatically. And that's what I loved about it. So if that's something you want to do, I would recommend that book. I think it's called This Naked Mind or The Naked Mind um, uh, by oh, right, Annie Garrett. It's not Annie Garrett. It's Annie Grace. I'll say that again. So <laughs> I didn't mean, I know there's another friend I know. Her name's Annie Garrett. Um, Annie, Annie Grace is her name. She's the author of uh, this, The Naked Mind is what it's called. I'm looking at my Audible right now. The Naked Mind. So if you want to reduce alcohol or, um, or eliminate it totally, that's a great one to go to. Uh, Annie Grace, uh, The Naked Mind. Number three, for me, fitness is is obviously, you know, exercising, walking, all this sort of stuff. Um, for me, that's a really core cornerstone of an expert business owner. The reason why I say that is, once again, your energy is the thing that drives your business. And so daily walks are a, a, a crucial factor for me that have helped to, to grow my success. Like walking every day, but I, I'm going to say this, this specifically. And before I say this, I will have some context because, you know, this may or may not be feasible for everyone. But for me, this is almost like a business investment for me, even though it can't be a, a you know, a tax, <laughs> I can't have it as a tax reduction, is hiring a personal trainer or at least having some sort of accountability with your fitness. For me, I, I only do two personal training sessions a week. I do two personal training sessions a week. But the reason why this works so well is when you travel, you come back home and oh, I just feel like exhausted after traveling, right? And, I'm, and I can't, and I don't feel like getting back into the gym. But when I have an appointment that with like a personal trainer, then the, I just show up. And so, so really the point here is not just fitness, it's accountability in fitness. Now, that could be a friend, right? If a personal trainer may be too expensive for you at the moment, that could be a friend. That could be someone who you know you meet at the gym or you meet at the corner and you go for a walk together, you know, every second day or something like that, right? If that could work for you. But having some sort of accountability in your routine is crucial in terms of keeping your fitness. So I've realized I looked over my life and the times when I kept my fitness in best order was when I had a personal trainer. And it's not even like a group class because even for me, like I would skip group classes, you know, when you register for them and you like don't turn up to turn up for them. I would do that all the time. So for me, even group classes didn't work. They may work for you, didn't work for me. Um, I had to have a personal trainer. And so that, and for me, like I said, I see this because we're an expert business owner. I see a personal trainer as a business investment, uh, even though it's not a tax deduction. But I, that's how I view it, right? Because I am the product. And this is what I want you to get from this whole podcast. You are the product. Even though you've got a course, even though you do coaching, all this sort of stuff, you are the product as the expert. And so anything you do to protect your energy, your mindset, your emotions, um, your fitness and build that stuff is going to build your business. It's one system. That's what you have to understand. Number four, 
if I look back over the journey of my career, I would say paying for friends has been the best thing I've ever done. <laughs> and I say that tuggy cheek. Um, what I mean by paying for friends is pretty much all of my best friends in my life now, other than the people who I grew up with. Like I've got a few friends who, you know, I've known f since I was like four years old, right? And we still catch up every month or so, right? I've got a few friends like that, like three or four friends. But when I think about it, every single one of my good friends now that I've made as an adult have been made through joining paid programs. And so I think you should pay for your friends. <laughs> and the reason why, you, why I say that is because when you pay for friends, what you're, what you're actually doing is you're paying to enter a place or a, 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 like a space where people have a similar mindset to you. You're not going to find that type of person at the pub. And if you do, it's like one in a million, right? The reason why paid programs and paid communities are so good is because there is a shared belief system, a shared kind of intentionality about what you do. And because of that, you're going to connect, resonate with these people more effectively. I would say one of my best friends who I catch up with, you know, almost every week, I'll go out for, for dinner with him. Uh, I met him through a paid program. And so that's a really cool like reflection for me. Uh, that's number four is investing in paid program so that you basically pay for your friends. Uh, number five, number five is building a great team around you. And this is the last one. This one's kind of like the most businessy one. But I would say for me, having getting the right support around me in my business, it, and especially like when I started, that support was like an assistant, right? Like a virtual assistant um, when I first started. But as the business has grown, getting people around me and getting like A players around me, people who actually know what they're doing, has made the biggest, biggest difference. Our, our business has has doubled, tripled, quadrupled over the years because of hires and hires in marketing, hires in customer support, hires in administration. And obviously, you know, you got to do that as you go. But for me, growing part of that is, is hiring a team. And so that's probably the most businessy one that for me, that habit has made the biggest difference. But I think as I'm reflecting on today's conversation, I would say, you know, those first three around protecting your energy, around sleep and, you know, not being too close to people who are running this toxic drama cycle. Number two, reducing alcohol or no alcohol. For me, that's been a huge success one. If you don't want to do that, you know, there's no judgment from me. That was just my experience. Uh, my business went to the next level when I reduced my alcohol intake. Uh, accountability and fitness, actually having accountability uh, rather than just like having a gym membership was huge. And then investing in programs, paying for my friends, um, that's been incredible. And then finally, just getting good support around you, a good team has been huge in terms of growing my business. So they're five success habits that for me, I would say over on reflection, they're the things that have helped me to grow a multi-million dollar expert business uh, from a non-marketing perspective. So, hey, if you've found this helpful and valuable, why don't you hit that share button and share it with another coach or another course creator who you're a friend with, who you know that they would benefit from this because one of the best ways that a podcast grows is when someone refers the podcast to another person. I know for me, I always listen to 
an episode when someone sends me a text and says, hey, I think you'd really enjoy this. So I genuinely appreciate that. Uh, if you hit the share button, make sure you are following the show on the Expert Edge as we come out every single week with great episodes. And uh, like I said at the start, check out Kajabi. If you've been kind of tinkering around with different platforms, you're unsure with what to go with, hand on heart, I would say Kajabi has been the best technological investment I have made. Um, and they're incredibly stable, beautiful product, beautiful customer experience, great support. Uh, they're my favorite. So you can just go to colinboy.co forward slash Kajabi. There's a free trial there and uh, you can check that out. That's what I would recommend. Bless you guys. And we'll talk to you really soon. Bye for now. Why is it so hard to know what content to include in your speeches and webinars? Knowing which ideas to keep in and what to leave out is the difference between just getting claps or signing clients. If you're really serious about making your content highly persuasive, make sure to download the Persuasive Content Builder while it's still available. Go to www.persuasivecontentbuilder.com and get your step-by-step -step formula for designing and delivering content that connects with your audience and moves them to join your programs. Until then, we look forward to seeing you on the next episode of The Expert Edge.